There's the real thing. A walk in the tightrope. I'm sad and I'm lonely. Oh, I'm taking the high road, baby. And then there are imitations. I'm walking the tightrope. Oh, I'm sad and I'm lonely. Oh, but I'm taking the high road, baby. <laughs> yes. Loser. At the Beyond FM STL Showcase, we only bring you the originals, starring the 45. Modern angst. Inner outlines. Saturday, April 8th at the Blueberry Hill Duck Room. It's the Beyond FM STL Showcase with the 45 Modern Angst and Inner Outlines. This is an all-ages show and tickets are just $10. It's the Beyond FM STL Showcase. Saturday, April 8th at the Duck Room. Brought to you by Beyond FM. Baby! (laughs) Yes! Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another brand new episode. Today, I'm excited to welcome to the show singer-songwriter Chris Zumwalt. Chris stops by to tell me a little bit more about his story, and we play some live acoustic on the show, and just had a lot of fun getting to know each other, catching up, and uh, hope you enjoy it. Do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri, serving up all your craft beer needs with over 25 rotating taps out there. They've sure to got a uh, tasty beverage just right for you. Also, a full menu of uh, tasty food, all kinds of delicious uh, eats out there. You got your burgers and nachos and flatbread pizzas and salads and pretzels and and they've been doing fish fry Fridays all through uh, Lent. So if you want to come out and grab a beverage and uh, some fish, come on by. And they got some great live music happening. On Thursdays they've been doing a Singo Bingo night and Thursday March 23rd will be Golden Oldies. And Friday, March 24th, Lauren Hoffman takes the stage. Saturday, March 25th, my buddy Denver Wade Trent returns. Full beer menu, food menu, and concert calendar at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. And be on the lookout. Two new locations opening very soon in the Flint Hill, Missouri, and Hannibal, Missouri area. So uh, be... Stay tuned for more info about that. Again, friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Follow along with them on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, I got a big show coming up I would love to tell you about on March, on May 14th. We'll be over at the Old Rock House from 3 to 7 p.m. for the third Debstock. This is a uh, benefit show I put on in my mother's memory. I lost my 
mother to brain cancer, glioblastoma in 2019 and um been putting the show together since and having a lot of fun uh raising funding and awareness for brain cancer patients and would love to have you out there with us bring mom out and let's uh have a good time uh, over at old rock house may 14th that is mother's day again 3 to 7 p.m music and entertainment from russo and company emily wallace ryan cheney and comedy from Meredith Hopping. Tickets are available right now at etix.com. Uh, you can find more info at rockpaperpodcast.com or oldrockhouse.com. And, uh, or if, feel free to message me and I'll drop a ticket in the mail for you. If you need anything else from me, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Email me, rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you all. And with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with Chris Zumwalt. Um, podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Hi, this is Chris Zumwalt. You're listening to Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Scissors beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beat scissors, Shane covers nonstop. Never know what new kind of guest that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has. Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock Paper Podcast. Double-decker fudge round Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out today with Chris Zumwalt. Welcome How's to the show. How's everybody doing? <laughs> yeah, man. I uh I'm glad to be here with you. We um yeah. we I don't know. I guess we we've, we've been friendly for a little while now online. Yeah, yeah we've been friendly. Uh, oh, we we just we kind of talked about it uh the other day. We realized that we had been in contact prior. Yeah. Um we'd actually message each other about uh some work and then like a, then we end up connecting through music so it was just kind of a funny yeah small town kind of thing I think uh, we kind of spider webs together <laughs> right but uh sure. we're just like hey wait a second we know we've, <laughs> yeah. already, we've already talked we're talking to you what yeah. was this about <laughs> all right but, how it goes sometimes yeah so then we uh we linked up through music uh not too long ago and yeah and uh we've been you know, talking a little bit online, but uh, now it's official. We get to sit down and uh, talk about your story on the yeah. show. And I appreciate you having me. Excited yeah. to be here. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so yeah, man, I don't really know a ton about uh, Chris Sumwalt. So, this is so, what's fun about doing this show. Um, you, you guys can find me, anybody can find me at Chris Zumwalt Music, um, social media. Uh, that's kind of the, the tagline at the end of everything. So, if you're on Facebook slash Chris Zumwalt Music or whatever. Um, but basically, I've been playing music for, oh, since I was like 12. I'm going to be 40 in like two weeks, yeah. um, March 9th. So um, <clears throat> so anyway, 
things, you know, I've always just kind of played cover bands and done this and done that, never really pursued, pursued music, always kind of had a passion for it and all that, but never really felt like I was able to just, you know, move off somewhere and pursue some career with it or anything like that. Um, what so, kind of, what kind of cover stuff? What uh, cover stuff? I did all kinds of country rock through the years. I actually had a little three-piece blues rock kind of Steve Ray Vaughan is kind of uh, rock band um, for a good while there. I played uh, um, all over the place with with country bands and stuff. We actually there was one band we went and played Chicago, Georgia, Nashville, a few other places. You know, um, <clears throat> nothing crazy, nothing you know big acts or nothing like that, but fun stuff. Um, just just out there doing our thing, but. So then fast forward up to like COVID when all that went down, um, I had had a construction company prior to that. And um, when things kind of shut down with everything, I uh, realized how bad my back had gotten um, from sitting around and not moving anymore. <laughs> um, and so I ended up having to have surgery and this and that. And after I got done with that, I don't know, I just felt like I had a second chance at life almost because I was so... Um, just in a, a pain state of numbness and, and body throbs and stuff like that from the uh, disc damage that I had. And so I didn't know if I was ever going to be able to play guitar again or anything else for a good while there. And then, um, you know, I was, I got the surgery, everything kind of moved through and finally went through. And then, so I was like, you know, when, when everything came back around, I'm like, okay, I'm going to jump out there and I'm just going to do this. And so I started looking into, so through that uh, process though, I had, uh, didn't want to do opiates and all that. So I got into cannabis. And so I started looking around and seeing all these cannabis events. And, and as I was picking the guitar back up and doing my thing, I started, you know, I'm like, well, I'm going to try to get out here and do some, some of these events. And next thing I know I did. And, and, people were starting to follow me and all this stuff and, and, you know, pushing me to say, Hey, you know, you, you do covers great. You're an awesome musician, whatever, but we want to hear you. What's, mm -hmm. where's your, you know, music at, where's this at? And, and, and so I had had all these sitting around, like the song that I had just released, uh, which is everywhere you can find music, um, called run it. I wrote that probably 15 years ago. And it was funny because at the time I didn't really drink, um, and hadn't done any kind of, you know, super, super drugs or anything like that. Um, and, and, you know, I did do some of that stuff later on, but it was, uh, um, more due to just trying to get rid of the pain, uh, than it was just trying to find some, you know, like some people chase drugs for, to, cause they find in a hole or whatever, something like that. It was more, more about the pain for me, um, getting rid of that. So, but anyway, the, uh, so the song is is very deep. Um, it's it's something that I'm, you know, passionate about. Um, the I've actually been on the radio station, a couple of radio stations and stuff. And so the first radio station that I got right after I recorded it, um, interview, we I came out of the interview and there's a lady in the parking lot and she was telling me how the song touched her and and she wanted my autograph and she was going through recovery and all these different things so it was it was just kind of one of those reassuring things like you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing finally right. you know what i mean so um so it's just been a, a nice uh, journey as far as you know like and on one hand you're kind of like man i wish i would have done this sooner but on the other hand would, would it have worked is the timing right was mm -hmm. it you know things happen for a reason so i feel like i'm just finally you know, I've been patiently waiting and pushing to be where I want to be with with music and everything, and, I'm, and everything's just finally coming together. So it's been it's been interesting for yeah. sure. <laughs> so, uh, um, well, you, uh, what was like the the early stuff there? Uh, you talking about as far uh, as playing guitar and stuff? Was that like a 
Is this something you just picked up on your own? or? Did um, so <clears throat> our family didn't really have a whole lot of music, um, um, you know, people as far as like cousins and uncles and stuff like that or anybody, you know, my dad didn't play. Nobody else around us played. Uh, we grew up pretty poor, so I didn't get lessons or anything like that. I was all self-taught. We would actually go to the grocery store and while mom and dad was, you know, shopping for groceries, we'd be in the magazine aisle writing down tabs out of Guitar uh, World or whatever we yeah. could, you know, and we'd take our notebooks in and, and write everything down and just try to, me and my older brother. And so it started out with him. He got a, a guitar at like 11 or 12, something like that. And he played it for about a month straight and then just kind of set it to the side and hit that age where he started hanging out with friends and this and that, you know, more out and about. And, um, so I just pick up his guitar when he went home, you know, and, and start working on it. And next thing you know, I ended up with a bass guitar a little bit later and played bass for a while. And then I played, you know, guitar. And then I, um, we grew up a little bit in church and this and that. And so I played on a worship team, you know, and that's probably where I got my most experience from, um, you know, as far as just learning timing and learning, mm -hmm. you know, those things like that. So, cause, uh, we didn't always have a drummer. So sometimes it was keyboard drums. So the keyboard drums don't lie. You, yeah. either, you either find that time and stay with it or become that robot or, or, or you're going to fall short. So yeah. that's, so my timing and stuff like that is, is come from that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, but over the years, it just, I, I started doing open mic nights. I always wanted to do, you know, music. And I always envisioned, even as a little kid, somewhere my grandma's got a tape where of me saying, Grandma, I hear music all the time, you know. So I, I, I definitely knew I was going to do something in music eventually um, and always pushed to do something with it. But, you know, plan B sometimes sure. always ends up, you know, you yeah. got to make a living, you got to eat, you got to feed kids, yeah. all that good stuff. So, <laughs> so you say, uh, Ron, yep. you wrote like 15 years ago and it may be more than that yeah. it's it's hard to remember exactly when but uh um, this song just like what in a notebook sat there for this long or you have you been playing it out for quite a while no too? Uh, my friends and family mostly family were the only people that ever really heard it until yeah. i you know got to the point where because i just always did i just always felt st louis wasn't very receptive for originals and i didn't want to fight that fight as far as trying to you know what I mean? So, and but in the last like ten years, it seems like St. Louis has changed um, a little bit as far as the music scene goes. And maybe it was there. I just didn't know it was there. I think there's, you know. yeah. I mean, I think there's truth to true to all, all, but like, I think there's like pockets uh, that uh, of St. Louis that originals are are very uh, yeah. appreciated. Yeah, and then, but. Um, but it's not like Nashville or California or somewhere sure. where you could, you know, play pretty much. You know, in St. Charles County, it's, it's pretty much uh, your cover band scene, like you're talking about. Right. You know, that's so. what people love you seeing. It's like that's what yeah. it is our the bars every weekend and stuff. But well, we're a huge radio town. Yeah, KC, sure. all these guys like that. You know what I mean? So, like for instance, my dad, you know, he he loves to to party and have fun and all that and so he would you know come home from work after a long week or whatever have some beers and and dr sing songs he knew you know what i mean people don't want to take the time to around here it seems it, it just seemed like there was that stigma so yeah. whether it was really there or whether i just let that you know mold me as i was younger and just didn't really open my eyes enough to see what was there you know what i mean regardless um we're here now yeah. and and this is so um I hope that St. Louis becomes um, eventually a situation where they can, you know, open up to more originals yeah. and, and and appreciate artists that are here because there are a lot of great, phenomenal artists around the area that are just, you know, 
for one, a lot of them are super humble. So you don't even know who they are. You know, it's, it's just uh, crazy like that. So it's, it's one thing it, I like doing this show. I mean, I've been able to become friends with, a a lot of them, uh, uh greats from our, our town, but it's like, it's, it is kind of crazy how many that you, uh, you know, maybe unaware that, yeah. uh, our professional musicians do this as a career mm-hmm. or, and, you know, go around the world even playing music and, oh, yeah. but they're just your regular, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. that's my hometown. neighbor, you know, it's like, but, <laughs> exactly. Um, there's know. actually a few where I'm from that are like that. They've, they've played on stages with, you know, um, Joe Diffie and different, you know, people right. like that. And it's like, you know, and, and they walk around just drinking coffee like yeah. us. You yeah, know? Sure. <laughs> so, so you, uh, what do you, when you're writing run, like, I mean, what, what do you take me back to like, what do you what do you recall like when you originally wrote this song? Like- so, um, there were a lot of things going around uh, uh, around me at the time. Um, you know, um, our county was being taken over at the time by um, you know hard drugs and different things like that. And um, you watch friends and family fall to them. Uh, you watch a, a bunch of different things go on around you, and and. I woke up this morning and I grabbed myself a beer Last night's bleeding into my atmosphere Took a talk of smoke to make them clouds appear Oh, my demon Roaming my demons disappear Give me strings that not in fear Roaming my demons run from fear Took a drive to clear my head Feel like headlights in a deer Stop to fill her up and grab some scratches and beer. Sometimes it feels like maybe the end is near. Roaming my demon run. Roaming my demons disappear. Give me strings that not in fear Roaming my demons run from fear This morning ate my breakfast from a mirror 
Just to numb the pain But of course I still shed a tear Sting still rings through even After all these years Oh, make my demon run Disappear Give me strings That not in fear Oh Make my demons Run from I don't know. I just, I always felt like if I was going to do music, it had to be music that had a purpose. It had to be music that grabbed a hold of you and said, right. Hey, you're, you're, you know, you know, this, you know, it's almost like your subconscious is reaching through you to you through the song. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted something like that where it's, or it's positive energy where, you know, like the other song that we recorded, uh, <clears throat> get up child. That song is more, um, about, um, uh, if I was laying in bed depressed, which has happened uh, several times in my life, I've suffered from PTSD and anxiety and several other things. Um, so if I'm ever laying in bed depressed, I would want that song to play and mm -hmm. tell me, hey, get up. You know what I mean? So it's when you guys hear it, you'll understand what I'm saying. Um, but it's so the in parentheses on the name when I release that one is going to actually be depression. Um, and so I, I'm gearing that one toward just trying to help people that, you know, Otherwise, would be laying there and just, and maybe it won't get them out of bed, but at least we tried, right. <laughs> you know, so we'll see what happens. So yeah. that's, I, I, you know, I want to make a difference no matter what, somehow, you know, and that's the only way I know how is music, you know, so. Yeah. Well, um, we, we uh, let's, let's talk about Ron a little bit. This is, uh, so this is your debut, right? Single, as, yes. a, as a sing, as a, single, as an artist. As a, as a, and putting yourself out there as uh, an artist now, and we got uh, Ron is available uh, on all your uh, digital platforms wherever yep. you're getting music at, and yep. under uh, Christopher Zumwalt, right? On, yeah, Chris uh, Zumwalt Music will put you to every link um, that you can find all my social media sites, all that stuff, um, and most social media, like I mentioned before, is um, like the Instagram handle at mm -hmm. Chris Zumwalt Music or slash Chris Zumwalt Music behind the the social media uh, website. Right. So, and then uh, you uh, was this like always a uh, you know he, he it's pretty. Uh, stripped down uh yeah. I, I would say kind of folk uh acoustic kind of th thing to it uh yeah. the song is this kind of always the in the vision when you were sitting there writing it all these years um, ago that this is how it was going to sound or so honestly it actually came out better um for being so simple than i imagined um and the simple you know thing was more of this uh side of um having the resources to, you know, cause a full production is crazy. Um, you've got to have the, the musicians around and, the, and, and have them have the time to meet everybody. You know, it's a, it's a lot of work to put together. So I figured for this first one, I would just try to keep it simple, do something different that nobody really else is doing. Um, and 
honestly, from what I had envisioned before I went to the studio and all that and worked with uh, Chris Ta- Turnball down at uh, Sawhorse, <clears throat> excuse me, Sawhorse Studios, um, which, by the way, was phenomenal. Yeah, Chris <laughs> um, is uh, he's a bad yeah, dude. Steve, bass player for the Steve Ewing Band. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's an he's, he's awesome dude. Um, was phenomenal to work with, like I said. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, when it came out, and he pushed me on a couple of things on like the the background vocals, the harmonies and stuff like that to, to help, you know, get it, uh, pull that out of me. Cause that was the only one thing like I had prepared for everything else. I had all the guitar tracks down. I had all the vocals down except for the background vocals. I didn't even thought about it. And he's like, well, what do you want to do with that? And, and, uh, and so I just kind of picked his brain a little bit for a second. We, we, you know, went back and forth and then I took like, I don't know, a few takes or seven takes, something like that to try to get it nailed down. Cause I hadn't really, you know, worked on it. So, but it, the way it came out, the way it, um, was just far and above and beyond what I imagined. You know what I mean? Like I went out to the car after he emailed it to me and I was driving home from the studio and I played it and it just instantly was like, I don't know, the, the feeling was just, there's nothing like it, I guess, you know, and, and I knew it was going to be something that actually did something, made a difference. And, and so far it is just, snowballed on its own like mm-hmm. you know i haven't put a lot of money behind it or nothing like that not that i have any to do that with um but it's it's just been really you know pushing itself and and people have really grabbed a hold of it and and ran with it so it's i'm excited to see where it goes yeah, yeah. man yeah it's um you know especially as a a debut you know putting yourself out there yeah. uh it's, obviously it's, it's a nerve-wracking <laughs> yeah it's an, you know you have to be incredibly vulnerable type of position like where you're like hey here's and here's. honestly that's probably part of why another reason why it took me so long to do it is because i just i don't know it took a long time to get to the point where it was like what if people do hate it? Oh, well. Right, sure. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so. <laughs> but, yeah, it's nice but, that uh, you are getting the response you're, you've already already And it's growing. And, uh, you know, it's just it's cool to see that people are responding the way they are, man. So yeah. We'll get yeah, I'm this, excited uh, about it. Um, and then so back on the cannabis thing, um, I do have uh, at Zoom's Garden uh, on social media and stuff like that. So basically I just blog um, – you know, my, my grows for my medical, um, grows as far as that goes. Um, and you know, nothing for sale or trade, nothing like that. It's just, it's all blog and, and just for people who are curious about that, uh, Mm -hmm. um, that world and how that works and stuff like that. And, and, um, you know, things like that. So because of that, we had, uh, to back up back where we were before when I had come out of surgery and gotten healed back up and seen that there was cannabis stuff going around. I went around and played a bunch of different events, uh, last year <clears throat> to get my foot in the door. And so this year coming up March 4th, we have at the regalia, like the Ozarks, um, Missouri cannabis festival put on by the swag and Jimmy T and, and all them guys. So that's going to be, I'll be playing there in the afternoon. Um, starts at noon, runs at nine. It's a free event. There's going to be lots of, uh, vendors and lots of, uh, stuff going on for um, the cannabis community and um, it's going to be a good great time and then march 18th we are doing um, irish fest out in kansas city i'm going to be playing on a float in the parade for saint patty's day out there and then we're doing a big event um which all this information is on uh, on on the facebook page for events and stuff like that so easy to find um for, for those of you listening so yeah it uh it, it should all be a uh, a fun time yeah and then along with uh 
those you you keep pretty busy around town playing uh yes quite yes a few so different... i play um different uh venues like uh, honky tonk st charles um and then um you know whatever else we can fill in the gaps with and right. just keep busy um after covid the construction company that i had uh you know pretty much had had slowed down to the point where we just couldn't sustain anymore lumber prices all that stuff so um, so music is, is pretty much where I'm at now. So, <laughs> so, so, you, so this is a full-time gig. Pretty, yeah. Full-time yeah. now, right? Yeah. yeah. There's, I, you know, with my back the way it is, I don't want to get back into construction and abuse my body anymore. Um, because I don't ever want to get to the point where I'm numb like that again. Yeah. Um, it is probably the most, uh, miserable way of life there is, um, at least that I've experienced. <laughs> so definitely don't want to beat my body back up. And, you know, at this rate, it's just, you know, we're, we're going with it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Get to, get to finally chase my dream and, and, and do my thing. So, um, you know, my cost of living, uh, as far as my footprint goes, me and my family is pretty, pretty low. So we don't have to, you know, take a lot to maintain. Um, mm-hmm. we've gotten into gardening and different things around the house so that, to save money. Cause as we all know, inflation's gone crazy, <laughs> right. but, uh, not to bring any of that up, but, but, you know, the, the moral of the story is, is, um, you can do anything in life if you pay attention to what you got going on and, you know, even if it takes one little thing, work toward pushing toward your goals. Uh, each step is going to get you where you want to be, and eventually you'll be be there. You know, sure. it's, you got to mold your way that way, and <clears throat> there's always a way. You just got to find it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been. Um, I don't know. I say it uh, a lot. Like I feel like uh, it's kind of nice where I'm at now with my professional career. Mm-hmm. And the business, uh, music side of things, I like yeah. to do. Um, I'm able to balance both sides pretty well, right? But I do envision a time where I can kind of make the jump and make music more of a just do the podcast uh, uh, full time. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily or, the podcast. I think I think the pod the podcast is a lot of fun, and I enjoy doing it. But I don't know that that's going to be the uh, career move. The to, only thing, you know, I yeah, gotcha. like uh, I. But I would like I've been I think uh, I fantasize a lot about like a, owning my own uh, venue and okay. putting on so doing the, co- doing concerts and, and, stuff and like that, doing yeah. yeah like have that'd be uh, awesome. So I think about it a lot and I'm like. So my dad's got 22 acres and he's it's got a big old hill on it and I was actually thinking about if I ever get famous and actually make some money or whatever, um, I would love to turn that. Uh, a certain spot out there into basically like a red rocks. Oh yeah. Because it's just like a three to one climb right. for like 600 feet. And if you just built in bench seats everywhere and then built the stage, it would just, the sound would naturally, you know, go up like yeah. red rocks. So it, and everything out there is real rocky anyway. So it just, it would be a cool venue. Um, you know, if, if it was ever able to, to, to come to, that's a, to that's play. a bucket list thing for me right there, by yeah. making it to red rocks. And, <laughs> right. uh, I would and love to go out there. <laughs> I see all the, all the pictures and video and I'm like, man, I got to get out there one yeah. of these days. And I just, I have, tell you who I would love to see there is Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Because I saw him in St. Louis and the guy starts out his concert and never stops singing until the end of the concert. Like even in between songs, he's just doing some kind of like yeah. vocal warm up thing, and it's just like beautiful. And it's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah he's a <laughs> that he, is a powerhouse. Of sure. A, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's so. a talented dude for sure. Yeah, he is. I've been I've seen, got to see him a few different times now, and 
and um yeah big big fan yeah they uh but yeah there was a uh there was one i really like kick myself that i didn't you know jump and take take the chance and go out and make you know pull the trigger and jump uh, on the tickets and go and uh but it was uh JJ Gray and Mofro, okay, uh, and Michael Franti with, oh, spear, with Spearhead, both of them were together. Out there, two of my favorites, yeah, individually, and then they split a bill out at Red Rocks, oh, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, that would have been such a fun yeah. night. Just both of those got bands, and That's then funny how that happens though. And then yeah. like uh, Michael Franti uh, did like a uh like a yoga class mm-hmm. on the rocks that morning oh nice <laughs> uh and, you know and i was just like i don't do yoga but i would do yoga with with michael fronty right like, it'll be a cool experience well, but it also like the weather's always pretty decent out there so the rocks are nice and warm your blood yeah. you know what i mean that'd be a good place to like think about it you know what i mean yeah just one with nature All right but he's a, cool. uh you know you <laughs> the way you kind of talked about your music uh you know wanting to make an impact i feel like uh, I don't know how how much you get into Michael Franti, but like that's how I f- like his music moves me in that way. Like it's such a positive es- yeah. experience, you know. I've it's heard like, some of his songs. Um, I haven't really dived into him, but uh, I will definitely. But he does. It just makes you, it just makes you feel good. He's <laughs> so, kind of like a uh, I I don't know. Cause like, I enjoy that 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 vibe. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I look at him like almost like, like a modern day uh, Bob Marley type of you know. Okay. Like it is very so like uh, reggae ish. Yeah, of a lot of there's you know sublime. There's a reggae maybe. pop kind of thing. But, but the way he just like you know, it's all about uh, you know peace and love kind of thing. Yeah. You know, kind of yeah. it's all oh, all uh, that stuff. It, mm-hmm. And um, Heck yeah, so it just makes me feel good, and uh, it's just uh, fun to listen to. But this music's supposed to bring out emotion. That's where it was. Ri- that's where it comes from. Yeah, you know, like for instance, um, the Get Up Child. I wrote that probably three weeks ago. I just I I was actually putting my guitar on to to practice for a show I had coming up. I don't even remember which show it was now. Um, <clears throat> and I hit this chord and then I hit another chord and then it just came out. And like within 30 minutes I had this whole song written and it was, it just fl- flowed. Like that was probably the easiest song I've ever written in my life. Yeah. Just boom, boom, boom. And get up going to rise up. Sun is shining on your face. Get up, child. Get that blood flowing. It's like them river waters do. Get up, child. Yeah, we gotta rise up. Many things to do today. Ain't gonna let it tell us what to do. Tell us what to do I'm just gonna push right on through Get up to out Gonna rise up Gotta take that first step Get up to out Get your shoes on Find your place in this world Get up to out yeah, we gotta rise up Know how much time is left I ain't gonna let it tell us what to do I ain't gonna 
side Get up time Get your hands up Wave around in the air Get up time Yeah, we gotta rise up Open violence slide Sometimes it feels like I'm going nowhere Sometimes I feel like one step forward is two steps back. I ain't gonna let her tell her what to do. I ain't gonna let her tell her what to do. Just gonna pull right on through. Get up to out. Gonna rise up. Sun is shining on your face. I went back and made a couple tweaks on it afterwards, and then, um, and and then I sent it over to Chris, um, which he's busy right now in, in sessions. He's he's I don't know what he's working on, but it's got to be big because he ain't getting back with uh-huh. <laughs> So, but uh, but he, he he hits me up every once. Well, like I've been in a twelve hour session. I'll get with you here soon. <laughs> you know? All right. Um, but anyway, so they. Uh, so I'm waiting to to get that one in there. I'm excited about it. I want to get it released uh, sometime. I was planning on trying to get it done by the end of February, but we'll see how that plays out. If not, sure. maybe March. Yeah. You know. So, but I plan to try to do, um, <clears throat> you know, these simple sessions, so to speak, or like acoustic, you know, breakdowns of all the different songs that I've written over the years. Um, every month or so as I can over the next year. And then what I'm going to end up doing is once I get them all released like that, then I'll probably come back and throw them all in one album and, and actually do full band versions. Okay. Kind of like Tyler Childers did the, um, um, the new album with, um, he's got the Hallelujah versions, the Jubilee versions. Yeah. And, and so they're all just a little bit different. They're either jazz kind of influenced or different like that. So kind of like that where it made it, it'll be more like an acoustic, uh, um, unplugged, singles and then everything turned back into a full band version mm-hmm. later on so um some of that is so that it, it can basically power itself i don't have to find funds to feed it you know <laughs> sure. what i mean so um things like that so i try to stay business-minded with it all at the same time and and um you know let it build itself so that i'm not um you know drowning <laughs> so um so we'll see how it works out um well and i think that's good to have um you know, both uh, ver- the the variety of that, like that too, because I, I feel like a lot of people put out these like full band versions, and you know, I they're great and I love it. But but like you, uh, you and a lot of people play solo acoustic a lot of times. Right. So so what you're selling it doesn't necessarily represent what you are always doing. Exactly. So it's nice to have. Well, these- and, and there's like Nashville has all these different studio programs where you can send a basic, simple song idea down there and they put seven different Nashville guys on mm-hmm. it and send you back a cut. Yeah. It's not really your thing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And and so, like you said, if, if I went and played that live and I played it acoustic, people are going to go, what's that? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I wanted something I could easily represent. Sure. I could easily, until I get there, because I haven't found the guys I want to, you know, bring into that, that you know, well, I hadn't when I wrote Run. Now I have. I'm, I'm working on that. Um, but we are, so we are going to have a full band coming up and we're going to start booking more duo and band stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll basically release that information of who that is and, and how that's going to go, um, you know, as time unfolds here. But uh, I'm super excited about that project, actually. Um, yeah. 
So that's a good reminder there. <laughs> but uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. The lead guitar player that I've got coming up is phenomenal. Like one of the best I've ever heard or played with. Um, and all the guys that um, <clears throat> the bass player and the drummer have been with this this guy for a long time. So they, they're basically tight and easy. So it's, it should be an easy transition, smooth right in. He's mm-hmm. going to look to me. They're going to look to him and, and the, until we all get, you know, super comfortable and all that. So it should be, should be a nice smooth transition and, and just work out really well. <clears throat> right. I'm excited about that. So yeah, that'll be, be cool. on the lookout. So. Sure. I mean, like I was saying, like, it'd be nice to offer as a player, you know, you got, you can do your solo gigs, yep. but then you can also be like, Hey, let's build up a band we for this duo, one. Duo. Yeah. We can do a band. We can, right. you know, so we've got, and then we'll probably end up eventually doing a trio uh, option as well. Um, once we get the, you know, everybody fully on board and, and, and locked in, you know, then we'll probably do um, with the trios. We'll probably do like the smaller venues that want more of a band sound, but right. don't have the room for a full band. Maybe stuff like that. So sure. there's, gonna, there's, it's always good to have options. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then we're especially booking gigs, <laughs> especially coming up for summer, having like the wineries and all the other yeah, things. Like exactly, having, you know, having options. Uh, yep. Uh, we can play, uh, you know, outside and get loud, or we can right. play inside and exactly. you know so quiet down and have a nice you know intimate feel um and we're we're good at that stuff you know i I read the crowd very well i've got a um a pretty good repertoire of songs i can um change my set list on the fly like if i if i have a set certain set uh list in mind for a certain venue and then i get there and the crowd's totally different than normal like it's a full moon or something then okay well you know pull these songs over here and 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 we're just gonna play this today you know yeah so you 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 play some songs you feel out the crowd and and once you know kind of where they're at then you can kind of tailor your your list from there so i'm really good at that Mm -hmm. um what do you uh do you have one uh when you're doing the covers that you you notice uh Everybody goes nuts. That, did he get the pop like, for? Yeah, you know, get, like. yeah. So, um, for instance, like the other night, I was playing um, at Hoggy Tunk, and the um, one of the guys that was coming up after me uh, was over talking to my wife, and he's like, "Man, when I walked in, I thought it was Chris Stapleton up there." <laughs> and, you know, so I, I get that a lot. Um, I, I do his songs really well. I do Tyler Childers really well, but I also have that like rock voice where I can do like Joe Cocker. Or, yeah. uh, come together from the Beatles. I do that one kind of a mix of Joe Cocker and the Beatles. Um, I like to blend things together. Like if it's uh, Jimi Hendrix did a version of it and Stevie Ray Vaughan did a version of it, I might do it both. You know what I mean? And then throw my own taste in there. Um, I'm kind of like Frank Zappa when it comes to I've got a time. I know what I want to do or I don't know what I want to do, but I know about how much time I have to fill that space. And so I have a basic, you know, mechanical um, knowledge of the guitar and I'm going to put whatever I feel in that moment needed to be there. You know what I mean? It just flows out of me. So um, maybe I played something that the person that was there needed to hear. You know what I mean? Stuff. It's it's more to that. It's more like because that brings back the music to it instead Mm -hmm. of being okay, the record exec said he wanted it like this so it'll play on the radio. You know what I mean? Like even, even, um, you know, the older artists like Steve Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix, all them guys, if you listen to their record and then listen to the live show, it's not the same. Right. They put, you know what I mean? Like they, they put their own flair on it. They put their own, how they feel about it. And that's what music's supposed to be. It's supposed to have a passion to it. It's supposed to have, um, you know, a different interpretation of it. And what I put out, you might interpret one way. Another guy might interpret a different way. And you know what I mean? It's, it, and then if you went and covered the same song, 10 other people are going to interpret it a different way because it came from you. Not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's, it's just music is one of those universal languages that 
it doesn't even matter if you speak English, if the song's good, it's going to touch you somehow. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's, so to me, um, you know, I've never been one of the, the guys that's like, I have to play note for note. I have to do this exactly, you know, but I also never wanted to be a tribute band, you know? So that's, that's kind of, if you're a tribute band, I guess that's your lane. You know what I mean? Um, for me, I never really wanted to be that or never really saw that. Um, I guess I have a different vision, um, than other people. So, um, which is fine. That's what, that's what makes the, yeah. the world go round. Right. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so well, it's gotta have some, uh, you gotta play with that feel, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, um, to me, it's, it's an art and you know, the air is your canvas and you know you put your put your art on it and and hope hope it hits the ears right right <laughs> so that's, uh, that's pretty much what it boils down to yeah well get uh get plugged in with chris on your uh, again on your facebook and instagram you can uh find uh run on all your streaming platforms today and um keep an eye out for uh get studio version of get up child yep. hopefully uh, some coming, more soon. coming up soon yeah. behind that so yeah, I'm, I'm excited it'll be good are you gonna you ever think about like uh shooting a video for ron or uh so i did a basic simple um youtube video for it on um um <clears throat> or we, we we shot it at the honky tonk which was basically the first venue i had played after the release in it and so i kind of had like a little release party and so i just basically threw on my my facebook page hey if you guys want to be in the music video come to the gig and and just gave fans and people that have been supporting me for a while a chance to come be in the video and so we had a pretty good little turnout with that and so we just kind of shot the video there and, and did that but i probably will actually release an actual you know, legit mm -hmm. music video down the road. It's just a matter of finding the time to uh, put that production together. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That takes quite a bit of uh, time and 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 also investment. So yeah, my I think that would uh, could be cool, man, to do something like that. Especially, uh, I think it lends itself to uh, yeah to you know be portrayed uh, that way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, the the video side of it, you know, brings up uh, a different type of professionalism as far as an artist um but there's also um a lot of people um for instance uh i can't think of his name that uh, Les less paul mm -hmm. he one time did an experiment and, and apparently took a four by four post and made a guitar and he got these crazy sounds out of it and, and it was cool and he went and, and just just had a blast when he was playing and the people that were at the gig you know didn't really notice nothing different didn't even really pay attention or, or, or comment or nothing like that and so he took the same thing home and went back to next to the next gig but when he went home he cut this big old like s-hole epiphone big body thing and cut it in half and like stuck it to both sides of the four by four and he took back went back to the gig and he played it and all of a sudden now everybody is like oh my god that, that sound is awesome and unique and what did you do and, and all this stuff and what he came to the conclusion was is people hear with their eyes all right. <laughs> so um so so videos i think are definitely an important role um you know we grew up on mtv and vh1 of course now that's really the same as it was then but uh it'd be nice if they ever brought something back right uh, um, but you know, for, so for our generation, especially the, the visualization, visualizations and things of that nature help, um, bring the story together, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so yeah, it's definitely something I want to do. Um, I will release a little Easter egg here. I can't tell you who yet, 
but I am going to re-release Run with a collaboration um, remix version. Uh, the second verse is going to have uh, another artist on there, so I'm ex- really excited about that. It's going to be a big deal, um, and, but I don't want to yeah. spoil the, <laughs> you know, don't want to count the eggs before they hatch or nothing like that. So, right. is that, um, so is that, that something like we summer or what? Um, uh, we, so I'm hoping to have that done. And so I'll probably release Get Up Child and that one somewhere around the same time. So yeah. it may be April. It just depends on the schedule of the sure. other artist. And I've already done my part um, and sent him over the uh, um, the track as far as for him to cut his his vocals and send them back for uh, Chris to master. So um, we're just waiting on you know. But he's he's uh, got a few shows that he's had come up in the last couple of weeks and some other things. So yeah. I'm sure it won't be too much longer and we'll get that, that nice. going. So it'll be fun. Yeah. I like <laughs> that kind of stuff. I mean, like, yeah, it helps out, um, you know, different al- alternate takes or B sides and re- yeah. you know, remixes. And so, things. so how this worked out was <clears throat> I was playing a show and <laughs> I opened up for, for some people last year and, uh, the, uh, collab artist that we're going to be working on, uh, he actually came up on stage while I was playing and, and grab, I guess grabbed an extra mic or whatever and started singing some harmonies with me or whatever, cause he liked the song or whatever and liked my performance. And so he gets down and goes off to the side and I come down over there and he's like, um, he's like, come talk to me when, when you're done. And so I went over there and talked to him and he's like, we're going to do a collab. Uh, I want to do a collab with you and, and this and that. And so, so I, you know, we stayed in contact or whatever after the, the show and, and I don't know, a couple months or whatever went by and uh, I hit him up and was like, hey, you still want to do the collab or whatever? And uh, he's like, yeah, I've been busy or whatever. And and we were talking about this and that. And, and he uh, he was like, well, I'm just, you got one of those voices. I want to find the song that's you, you know? So, And so I was like, well, <clears throat> what about, I've got some songs. And I sent him a couple different songs and and he hit back on Ron. He's like, that's the one. So so we're uh, so we're going to do that. I'm excited about that. And then I I think, you know, we'll still end up doing I'll I'll do some collabs on his stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So um should be a lot of big fun stuff coming up. Um it's fun as, as far as big stuff, another one I forgot to mention in July in Nobnoster, Missouri, Nasty Glass and Grow um is going to be holding a huge cannabis festival that has Uncle Stoner, Bobby West, um and squash offs, and then we're gonna have Looney's, the song I got five on it. They're gonna open up the show. And then I play somewhere in the middle after a couple other people. Um and then Outlaw Nation, Jesse Howard Music, New Breed, uh Hitman, uh Nunreal. Uh there's there's a bunch of them. And they're gonna be actually playing the 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 headline for that that show. And that's July eighth, and it's gonna be a big party. You guys don't wanna miss that one. Yeah. So Yeah, that sounds like a party for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh that I got five on it, man. That's like Yeah. <laughs> Iconic, right? Yeah. That's one of those that just like that beat and uh right. verse. Like I mean uh, the That's definitely one of my favorite yeah. hip hop songs from back in the day. Yeah. Um so but yeah, because like music, I'm I'm pretty wide open. I you know a lot of people think I'm just this country guy, and I get that because over the last 15 years, I played in a lot of country bands and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and it was more just what was hiring at the time, and I was a lead guitar player, you know what I mean? So it was like it worked out. Um, but I've always been a really a, more of a rock guy. But as far as music goes, I'm all over the map. I love all music. If it has a good beat, if it hey, if it's a if it's a hit, it's a hit. You know what I mean? It's if the person has talent then then it's that it is what it is you know i can respect and appreciate all that i'm not a 
like a style queen where if I like heavy metal, I can't listen to this. Or if, right. I, if I like this, I can't listen to that. No, open up your eyes. So yeah. you, you might learn something, <laughs> you know. Sure. I so. do. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place with my music too. And But sometimes like um, I like to, you know, I have my own, my own personal favorites. But then like there would be something on the radio or especially like I'll um, – locally you know like something like uh the pageant or whatever somebody will come to the pageant and i've never heard of and then I'll, they'll sell it out and i'm like man like how is, it, who is how, that who, why are they selling out how are, yeah. how are they selling out the, th- the theater that i and i have no idea who they are right. like so that i look and i go to try to do some homework and try to figure it out like right what are they doing and then like maybe you know i was like well listen i'll listen to this hit song and i'll try to understand like what is it about this particular song that makes it a hit right, like right. why you know is, what's some, the, where's the hook is right it, yeah <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> some people like just uh you know have a good way of like uh developing their own fan like whether it's you know through tiktok or youtube now people find their audience and then mm-hmm. like they support them whatever they yeah. do and it's like yeah it's, well that's like the outlaw nation guys they built their stuff up on youtube right. i mean they've got those guys weren't signed they weren't they did all that stuff by hand you know the old-fashioned way basically as far as pushing through and just you know playing shows and doing their thing and to my knowledge anyway um and so that you know they pushed all that through and i mean their biggest video uh just hit 100 million views like to not have somebody behind you to not have money behind you like real money to hit that many views on YouTube, you're doing something. Like, right. And people are paying attention. They're noticing, you know, th- these guys are doing big stuff. So yeah, I'm happy to be uh, part of that bill for, for sure. So yeah. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, July 8th. Yeah. July said, 8th. Yeah. Uh, so out in Nobnoster, Missouri, over by the Kansas city side. And if you it's want- like St. Charles to St. Louis, as far as, you know, uh, distance. Yeah. So, uh, well, I got a couple, uh, questions for you, Chris, sure. get your take on some of these, uh, um, what about, uh, say the day comes along, we get some Chris Zumwalt action figures. Uh, <laughs> what would you like to see, uh, as like maybe your, your three accessories with your action figure? With my action figure? Are we talking bobblehead? It can, be, we talking, it can be whatever you want it to be. If you had your own. Are we talking like an actual little like G.I. Joe type? Yeah. If you yeah something like, like G.I. Joe. Okay. So G.I. Joe, we got to have a guitar in there. Yeah. What no. kind of guitar? What's like, um, What's your signature guitar? Let's see. Thing? So I'm 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 I like Martins, I like Taylors, um, but it depends on the situation. Taylors I like just more sitting around unplugged, um, stuff like that. But when when I'm plugged in and playing a big show, I like the Martin. Um, as far as electric goes, more of a Fender type style, um, which I've uh, Steve Picaro, uh, Picaro's custom guitar shop up in Troy, Missouri. He builds custom Fenders, Telecasters, Stratocasters, all that. So all my electrics, most of them are, are done by him. Um, look him up, great guy. Yeah, Does the uh, Steve Ray Vaughan pageant we tribute? Did, we did a podcast uh, in his uh, shop. Yeah, uh, well, that's where I met uh, Joshua and uh, and Dead Joshua Foreman. Braden. Yeah, Dead Format. Yeah, we, that's funny we you mentioned out. them. We hung out. <laughs> We hung out there in the in the shop and recorded one and did a little uh, live session. So, being you know Josh, I'll just go ahead and let you know that's who's, that's who my lead guitar player is. <laughs> well, I, fi- 
figured that might be the case since I saw yeah. you guys doing a couple of duo gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I did release that. So yeah. Um so yeah, that's that's where he came from. Um so yeah, and he's also uh, incredibly talented. Oh my god. Guitar player. So I figured I might in Berkeley like <laughs> the kid is just Right. Uh, when you, when you, I wish I could have been half as good as yeah. he is. <laughs> he's going to hear this too. No, but, but um <clears throat> no, he's he's phenomenal and honestly as good of a guitar player as he is, he's a better person. Yeah. Like the kid is just uh, there for anybody who he can be for. He's loyal. He's, you know, I couldn't say enough good stuff about him. Yeah. Um, and even before he became, you know, involved in my stuff, I've always had a good appreciation and, and, you know, um, cause there's not too many 19 year old, you know, or younger. He's now he's 23, but back when I first met him, he was young. Um, he might've been even 15, 16 back then, uh, that can play that good. I mean, it's just, that's something that, you either have somebody around that can show you from a young age or you're kind of halfway born with it. And I would like to believe he's probably halfway born with it because he's just too naturally like, you know, I give him a list of 20 songs in four hours. He's got it ready. Yeah. Like it's like, it would take me three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened, but (laughs) he's got it. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to have him on board and, um, and the rest of the guys, it's going to be, it's going to be a phenomenal year. We're going to, we're going to go out there and tear it up. So, all right. So we got guitar. Anything, anything else? Oh, so uh, on the action figure, we got, we got sidetracked. Um, so we got the guitar. We'll have to have a mic stand, you know, like that whole thing. And then we got to figure out something. I don't know. Hmm. That's an interesting question. You put me on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) A guitar, a mic. Yeah, probably just those two, really. Honestly, that probably be. You know, like remember the remember when we were kids and they had the little uh, grapevine, the the um, little grapes. You know, someone the one had the saxophone, the raisins. Yeah, yeah, the the raisins. Yeah, Yeah. I said grapes. (laughs) Yeah, the raisins. Um, So yeah. So it'd be it'd be something like that, you know what I mean? Sure. Just a little short, short, fat guy with a <laughs> guitar and a mic. <laughs> yeah, I man, those are like uh, I still think like they do like uh, the Temptations, right? Yeah, <laughs> they sing, they sing those songs and, um, <laughs> but yeah. All right, what about uh, you? We, we kind of uh, you know teased that you were working on a, a collaboration and stuff, but uh, is there a, a particular dream? duet or collaboration uh, is there a, a, so if i had to pick like for a duet female artist um man that's tough there's so many good ones out there yeah i always think also like maybe even you know like uh could be cool to get like a rap verse or something well know, yeah do that, kind that of would so- be cool too something yeah. like that like uh, there's all sorts of options so, with, or a league bring, yeah, bring oh in God. a feature guitar player or so something. like some cover stuff we do we actually we do mix-ups and and our mashups and do some like hip-hop over top different things yeah. um man that's a tough question that's a good one though i mean Honestly, I'd be, or obviously, I'd be honored to to play alongside Chris Stapleton in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, that was cool to see him with uh, with Stevie at the Grammys. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was, that was neat. Yeah, he's uh, that he's he's very cool. The the national anthem he did at the Super Bowl, everybody's raving about that too. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, probably one of the better versions for sure. Yeah, not saying it's the best because that's a matter of opinion, but uh, in my opinion, it probably is. Um, <laughs> but. Other than that, I mean, as far as guitar players go, um, you know, obviously there's some that are that are passed away that that I would love to play with, um, but that would never happen. So I don't know. 
Steve Vai was always a, a pretty good influence influence on me when I was younger, um, as far as playing virtuoso, you know, musical instrumental type stuff. Um, man, there's so many out there, so yeah. many great ones. It's hard to say. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Stuff. There's just kind of yeah, uh, fun sure. things to think about. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What about? Uh, Say uh, we go to the concert uh, mm-hmm. and the band, you're like front row and the band pulls you up and uh, wants you to uh, join them on a song. What would you like to, what would be the band and what would be the song you think that you you okay. would, you would uh, if you had that opportunity, what do you envision like? So maybe Tyler Childers, Way of a Triune God or yeah. like, because I like that old kind of stuff like that or chris stapleton um one of the more down bluesy like um um them stems or or might as well smoke or something you know what i mean something something along them lines something that's that's got that old raspy kind of down to home you know my style um something like that yeah man uh yeah that uh i know uh a shout out to uh Gus Page, I know he's been doing it uh, some here, uh, like locally around town. Uh, but um, yeah, Stapleton's uh, sometimes I cry. Oh yeah, uh, like uh, or, or uh, sometimes I cry or cold. Yeah. Cold's a good one too. But that uh, that sometimes I cry. I've heard, I like heard uh, I got to see Stapleton play it live at a little spot in uh, called Firebird. Uh, yeah, and when that Traveler record came out, and um, I mean at the time, like he was like already on a on a rocket to the top and i was just right. like which uh, most people didn't realize he wrote 90 percent of the songs that you hear on the radio oh, yeah he's all yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. before he even got famous but yeah but, but yeah <laughs> uh, but you know that record traveler came out and i was like i knew it was all over you know for that like it was he was gonna yeah blow up uh and uh, he's just got one of them voices everybody likes him from every community, every you know demographic, yeah. they all love him. You know he's got he's got the country old cool country style, but he's got just enough raspy blues influence right. to bring in you know every crowd. It's 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 amazing. But I saw him saying that from like you know a couple feet away, and I was just like, it was moved, man. It's just power, like yeah, it's a powerful song. Well, and it's it's weird because like you got different style singers, and Chris is like me, where we sing with everything we have, mm-hmm. even though he makes it look a lot easier than I do. Um, but we sing with everything we have. And then you've got these other singers who are like, they use the, I guess the mic maybe, or they're pretty quiet. You know, if you're standing next to him, you may not even hear them. You know, where me, if you put me in a 10 by 10 room, I'm going to run you out of it. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you're going to feel the vibrations in your feet or something. I don't right. know. It's, I've, I've just always had one of those powerful voices. Yeah. And, and, and Chris Stapleton's definitely one of those, uh, as well. For sure. Yeah. And Childers, uh, He's one of those that, like, for me, um, I didn't uh, attach to right away. It took a second. Yeah, yeah. he's got a it, it, he's got a unique voice. But once you realize, I connected. I didn't like his voice. Kind of bothered me at first. Yeah, I just uh, didn't 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 see it right away. But I, then, like uh, I, again, people kept talking. I'm like, maybe I need to like revisit yeah, is, what's and, going on here <laughs> and then, then i really got into his writing and that's what made me a fan like because his yeah. writing he's a yeah uh i mean really impressive for a young man and exactly. be, be writing the stuff he was i was like so that's where i kind of uh i got hooked into it like l- diving into his lyrics and what's crazy about you know like you said that the voice didn't hit you right off the bat mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so there's 
different studies done about different things as far as, um, you know, so like out of a thousand people, there's probably going to be five to 10 people that my voice frequencies or whatever don't hit the same. Yeah. And so they, they might think I'm really raspy or unclear or, you know, this or that or that. And then the other, you know, you know, might actually, or, or that, you know, would think, would think it was, you know, decent or whatever, or good or liked it or whatever. And, you know, hit the, hit the ear is good. So, and, but it's like the same people that usually tend to have that issue like when the general populace goes, man, that guy can sing. And then there's those, those that 500 out of a million people or whatever that are like, yeah, you know, it just doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. They're usually the ones that are tone deaf. There's something not, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's, there's something not there that doesn't, it doesn't connect right. And so what should sound good doesn't sound good. What doesn't sound good usually does for them. So it's like everybody's, so it's, I try to remember that type of stuff though, because like when you do get those people that are like, ah, you know, blah 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 or they're talk bad or negative or whatever you you can't let that stuff get to get to you because sure. you got you know you understand that for every hundred there's going to be two that don't like you there's just something yeah. you know what i mean it's just one of those things like i said so frequencies hit everybody different we all have different tones in our voices we all have different um expressions and how we talk and and you know you go down south and it's completely different you know tongue up here it's it's another one they think we have an accent we think they have an accent you know it all it all goes all hand in hand all that boils down to uh you know the how our eardrums perceive something you know so it's it's all perception it's all all how it works and that's why i think you know there are so many great artists out there and and so a need for so many different artists is because you can't please everybody sure. and you just can't, there's no way. So, yeah. but, but, uh, uh, well, you, uh, again, uh, getting plugged in with Chris, uh, hopefully we'll get some of those, uh, new tunes coming your way very soon. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you, uh, so, uh, I just kind of like thinking about the future wise is like you mentioned, um, you know, maybe recording a couple more singles and then putting it together. Yeah. And maybe as a collection, uh, as an album. Um, so is that, uh, is that kind of like the primary focus as an artist uh, for the rest of this year? Or yeah, do you have some so other goals in mind? I think that's going to be, you know, the primary focus. That and just, uh, you know, uh, getting through all these big events that we've got coming right. up um, and trying to land as many more of those as we can find. Um, you know, stuff like that. Um the other side of things is I want to put together a kind of like mini um, road bar tour type thing over the next, you know, throughout like maybe the six states around us type thing. Yeah. And just do like little two two to three day mini tours and go play a few places in Kansas, go play a few places in Texas and just kind of do something like that. Right. Um, <clears throat> just to kind of hit the road and help get the word out there and, and you know, help push the originals. Yeah. So. You uh, you mentioning uh, going to Kansas City with that for that fast? Uh, are you uh, you gonna try to get plugged in uh, a couple other shows around there while you're in town? Or so I'm actually playing. That's gonna be a busy weekend. So unless I could find something for maybe Thursday night, which we'll see. You yeah. never know. Um, then I may may. But so Friday night I'm playing a private event for the staff and vendors of the um, Irish Fest. So Saturday morning, then we'll do the float, and then Saturday we'll do the event. So that's gonna be a pretty cr- crammed in weekend. Right. But you never know. I might find some little you know cafe or something to play Sunday too. Yeah. You know while i'm out there before we come home yeah i so. mean even like a 
yeah, an open, find open mic or whatever. Yeah, yeah. anything just to yeah, get there's hey, always let, something. Let me try to let me do in this in the area. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I'm with you, man. That's kind of the you know that's the exciting part of right where you're at right now. Like just to you know growing, uh, trying to get as many people to hear it. You know, as yeah. you can, and like find as many avenues as we can take, and yeah. and the sky's the limit as far as the rest of it. You know, so right. um, no, it's been it's been a, a heck of a journey. Um, excited to be here. Excited to see where 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 I go from here. Excited to see what happens with the you know the full band, Josh and them guys. Um, it's just going to be you know I think this year is going to be a good breakout year for us. So. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm I'm excited for you. I'm excited to watch the see where this thing takes us, and uh, but yeah. uh, hopefully you can come back on and debut some more new tunes. Oh, yeah. uh, whenever whenever you're ready to have us, and we yeah. got some more news to spread with all the, the all right. rock paper scissors. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. Well, thank you, Chris, and uh, I will uh, we'll, we'll be in touch, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, all right. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody. Bye, bye, everyone. <laughs>